podcast number 70, Motives, Intervals, and Melody. In our two previous podcasts, we first developed a motive through various techniques, then we expanded them into sections. Now we will explore how composers make their music memorable by stressing various intervals. If you are not familiar with interval construction, no problem. In each example, I will explain both use and construction. All our examples will use the C major scale as their basis. I will play an original example for each interval stressed and quote from modern songs. One of the greatest examples of making a song memorable, especially with its opening, is Over the Rainbow from The Wizard of Oz. A perfect octave jump of eight notes creates the instantly recognizable opening. In podcast number 39, Lyrics and Intervals, I make the connection between certain intervals and the meaning and emotion of lyrics. This podcast takes that study further. In that earlier podcast, I used the example of how there was a TV show named that tune, whereby contestants would compete for prizes by being the first one to name a song by hearing the fewest number of notes. For example, they would say, I can name that song in four notes, and maybe the other contestant would say, I can name it in three notes. This illustrates how an interval or opening motivic phrase makes a song instantly recognizable. We can see the importance of intervals and motivic construction. Also, this is a great way to study ear training by memorizing the sound of different intervals. Almost every great soloist I've seen interview have said that when they were young, they would listen for hours and hours to their favorite solos and transcribe them. This is an invaluable tool for creating your own style. As we go through each example, create your own phrases, stressing the interval highlighted. You will see this will lead to a never-ending source of material. And if at all possible, use a keyboard where it is easy to see and hear the intervals. Also, sing along all intervals and any music you compose. As I have often said, whether you consider yourself a singer or not, always sing, all the time. If you are not familiar with intervals, no problem. As I mentioned earlier, I will explain each one as we go along. Intervals are the distance between any two notes. They will have two names. First, the number of scale steps between them. Example. In a C major scale, from C to G is a fifth. The second is the type of interval. It could be major, minor, diminished, or augmented. There are different ways to assign these names. I will use the number of half steps between the notes. A half step occurs when the two notes are adjacent or next to each other. For example, in the C major scale, is from E to F and from B to C. First, we will start with a minor second. That is one half step. The interval of the minor second occurs naturally between the third and fourth, E and F, and the seventh and eighth, B and C notes of the major scale. I say naturally because you can add accidentals, in other words, C to D flat adding chromatic notes within a scale. 
All the examples I will use in this podcast I have written are four measures in length and will stress the intervals that we are studying at that moment. Before I play our first example, I'd like to mention that throughout music history, certain emotions have been attributed to a particular interval. Of course, this is personal and subjective. I will include these thoughts for you to agree or disagree. The minor second is considered to be sad, mysterious, or threatening. Some examples from modern music, a minor second moving up, ascending, the opening of the theme from Jaws and from the Christmas classic White Christmas, a descending minor second, Beethoven's Furlis, and the theme from Jurassic Park. My first example will just use the two notes, E and F and B and C. second, two half steps. This occurs naturally between the first and second, C and D, the second and third, D and E, the fourth and fifth, F and G, the fifth and sixth, G to A, and the sixth and seventh, A and B, notes of the major scale. This interval has been described as pleasant, an example would be a major second moving up would be Silent Night and Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, a major second descending Yesterday by Paul McCartney and Mary Had a Little Lamb. Example two will feature only major seconds. Notice how I've added harmony, chords, to the melodies. I will address this in our next podcast, number 71, where I will discuss in detail chord and non-chord tones. Our next interval is the minor third, three half steps. This has been considered to be sad, and it is the main interval of the blues. Songs that start with the minor third moving upward, ascending, Seven Nation Army and O Canada, and descending Hey Jude and the Star Spangled Banner. The interval of the minor third occurs between the following notes of the major scale. In the C scale, it would be the second to the fourth note, D to F, the third to the fifth note, E to G, and the sixth to the eighth note, the octave, A to C. Example three will now stress the minor third. The dominant sound of the blues is a minor third sounding against a major chord. For example, a C chord, C, E, G, against the C chord, I will play the notes C, E flat, the minor third, a passing note F to the note G. The early blues singers would alter the third and seventh of the major scale, creating the blues scale used in most rock solos to this day. 
the lower third and the lower seventh of the scale is the main feature. That would be two minor thirds. C to E flat would be a minor third, and then G to the altered B flat between the fifth and the seventh notes of the scale would be the other minor third. Often, the second note and the sixth of the scale is omitted, leaving us C, E flat, F, G, B flat, and C, which is also a minor pentatonic scale. Here I will play C, E flat, F, G, B flat, and C, C minor pentatonic. Also, the flatted fifth of the scale, in this example G flat, is added for extra color. The early blues singers would rest between phrases, creating a whole. The musicians would fill in here with improvised bits of melody, imitating the singer. This is the germ cell that would grow into all blues, jazz, and rock solos. The major third, four half steps. This is considered bright. The interval of the major third occurs between the following notes of the major scale. First to the third, C to E, fourth to the sixth, F to A, and fifth to the seventh, G to B. In this next example, I will start mixing intervals. We will start with a major third, but then I will also use some minor thirds. Major third. Minor third. Major third. Minor third. The perfect fourth. Five half steps. This is the strongest pull of all the intervals. The perfect fourth occurs between the following notes of the major scale. First to fourth, C to F. Second to fifth, D to G. Third to sixth, E to A. And fifth to the octave, G to C. We hear this interval in the beginning of Star Wars, the Force theme. Here comes the bride, that's ascending, and descending, O come all ye faithful, and the hallelujah chorus. Here is an example stressing the perfect fourth. This next interval is truly interesting. The augmented fourth or flatted fifth. Six half steps. It's ambiguous, mysterious, and pulling. The interval of the augmented fourth occurs between the fourth and seventh notes of the major scale naturally. B to F in the key of C. In the beginning of Maria from West Side Story, it opens with an augmented fourth pulling one half step up into the third note of the opening. Moving upward, besides Maria, we have the opening of The Simpsons, and moving downward, the opening of YYZ featuring Getty Lee of Rush. In the following example, I will use just the two notes as an ostinato pattern. Ostinatos are reoccurring hypnotic patterns used a great deal in accompaniments.
The augmented fourth may also be thought of as a diminished fifth. In the blues example I just alluded to, we had C to F sharp, but F sharp is also G flat. So it could be considered F sharp, an augmented fourth, or G flat, the flatted fifth. F sharp and G flat are the same note, and harmonic. As I mentioned, this is used extensively in jazz, blues, and rock. The perfect fifth, seven half steps. This interval is strong. It makes a statement. Think of the opening of Star Wars. You could also think of an ascending perfect fifth, twinkle, twinkle, little star, and descending the theme from the Flintstones and Game of Thrones. The interval of the perfect fifth occurs between the following notes of the major scale. In the C scale, it would be from the first to the fifth note, C to G, from the second to the sixth, D to A, from the third to the seventh, E to B, and from the fourth to the eighth, F to C. This next example is in 3-4 time and will feature the perfect fifth. The minor sixth. This interval is considered passionate. It contains eight half steps. Ascending, we hear it in the Star Trek theme and somewhere from West Side Story. Descending, Lady Jane, the Rolling Stones, and an American in Paris, George Gershwin. The minor sixth occurs naturally between the following notes of the major scale. The third E to the eighth note C. Let's listen to that example. The major sixth has nine half steps. It makes a statement similar to the perfect fifth, but not as strong. This interval occurs between the following notes of the major scale, the first to the sixth, C to A, and the second to the seventh, D to B. We hear this in the NBC chimes, My Way by Frank Sinatra on the ascending and then descending, Man in the Mirror, Michael Jackson, and the music of the night, Phantom of the Opera. Let's listen. The minor seventh. This interval contains 10 half steps. It is slightly dissonant and considered tender. It occurs between the following notes of the major scale. The second, D, to the octave, C. In this example, you will notice before you hear the interval, I have a seven note introduction a pickup leading to the minor seventh. You can open your work with the interval or you could have it throughout in various places. In the podcast I have on lyrics and intervals, I stress how to make certain lyrics memorable and have an impact on the listener through their placement and use.
The major seventh. The major seventh has 11 half steps. It sounds somewhat unsettling and does make a strong statement. Ascending, we hear it in the Superman theme and Take On Me. Descending on I Love You, a Cole Porter song. It occurs naturally between the following notes of the major scale. The first, C, to the seventh, B. Sounding together, it's one of the strongest dissonances in music. However, if you add E and G in the middle, you have a C major 7th chord, one of the most emotional chords in music. The octave. The octave contains 12 half steps. It makes a very strong statement. As we mentioned earlier, the beginning of Over the Rainbow from The Wizard of Oz, ascending, and in Willow Weep for Me, descending. It will occur between the first and the eighth note of this major scale, from C to C. In order to emphasize the octave, I will play four notes very close in a low register, which will introduce the octave and make it more pronounced. Then have a descending line and then the octave one more time. podcast, we have seen how intervals and motives, either in the opening or supporting important lyrics, can make a song memorable, relatable, and meaningful to the listener. In addition, through these techniques, you can expand your compositions into any genre and compositional style you wish. Thank you so much for listening. I have videos on YouTube dealing with different aspects of composition, also on Amazon, the Songwriter's Guide to Melodies. I'd like to leave you with this quote by Keith Richards. Music is a language that doesn't speak in particular words. It speaks in emotions. Take care, Joe.